Welcome to the Innovation Overground, the front porch of academic innovation, where we find the coolest university technologies that you'll have to. Uh, we want to add to the volume of some of those innovations and hopefully help them become actual things that people can use. Thank you for joining us. My name is Charlie Litton. I'm joined by Tyler Scher, PhD science wizard. Hey, Charlie. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. It's been like, actually, it's been a week, technically. I think, I love I think that's accurate. This, yeah fiction going yeah it's just been a week yeah. <laughs> but the week has really seemed like maybe eight weeks <laughs> yeah it's a fiction we're not we're not actually here um so that <laughs> uh, no that knucklehead was what, what uh, is joe Rungi, uh <laughs> knucklehead extraordinaire <laughs> dr law dog entrepreneur werewolf breaker of fourth walls shattered everywhere there's fourth wall everywhere while yeah. charlie is sweeping it up please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast please rate and review it please tell your friends please go on alternative podcasts and talk about how much different her this one is uh we are trying to be yes. the innovation front porch for all academic yes. global work yes so please do that please uh please and i gotta there, tell you there's the some global crises we're confronting right now that really need some innovation yes um so please spread the word so that we can we can uh, get that get the word out there and we are as as joe alluded to we actually record maybe one or two of these at a time and we will interrupt what we planned on releasing for Today was our water shortage episode, but instead, given uh, global events, as Joe said, uh, we're going to look at the um, the the coronavirus. Remember, the, the COVID, I think it's, yes, I think we should go over the novel coronavirus well, why that's causing we COVID nineteen. If you let me finish, I could, there's a period coming at the end of the sentence. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, oh, I see it. Sorry. Yeah, it's coming. So because uh, the University of Nebraska Medical Center are with you know who is our employer. They are doing stuff with it. If you've been following the news, we've got actual quarantined people here in Omaha, and we think we should probably talk a little bit about that. So with yeah. that said, Tyler, <clears throat> I'm just going to turn my microphone off and let you talk for a while. Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, Slab. No, seriously, I, you know, Tyler, what level of alarm – let's just start real basically. What level of alarm should general – People like in in Nebraska in Omaha anyway in the world hearing the sounds of our voice. Well, I mean, we'll just stick close to home for now because I think I think what we're seeing is there's this general alarm because it's not really a local story yet for most people. It's still yeah. something that's happening somewhere else. Yeah, and I think that leads to a lot of alarm and concern and maybe even a little bit of panic. Yeah, but um, I think once it becomes a local story, which means it's actually in our community, what mm -hmm. do people need to know? Yeah. Yeah, and we're seeing that alarm and panic reflected in the stock market, for example. There's yeah. just a lot of uncertainty. And just uh, just to be clear, I mean, today's date is March third. Uh, th March third. This yep. is probably nobody will hear this until March 9th, I believe. Right. Yeah. So, so with a grain of salt, dear listener, keep in mind we're talking uh, in a week in the past here, but we're going to try to be as intelligent as we can a week in advance. So, yeah. So, 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 ahead, so what do we know right now? So this is, uh, first off, a couple of naming conventions. You've maybe heard this referred to as coronavirus or COVID-19 or SARS coronavirus 2. Um, the, the virus itself is technically severe acute respiratory syndrome or SARS coronavirus 2. So it's the second iteration. It is the remix of SARS 1 that plagued the world um, about 15 years ago. Um, the the disease that it causes is COVID-19, coronavirus disease 2019. So that's how the naming, that's how the World Health Organization does its naming conventions. What do we know? So this started obviously in China. Um, as of March 3rd, there have been around 90,000 confirmed cases. And the, that's largely, that's 
probably underreported. It's it's impossible, obviously, to collect right. every confirmed case, especially right? with as mild as it seems to be. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So of those ninety thousand, there's been about three thousand deaths. So it's a one to three percent death rate, give or take. We still don't exactly know. And that those cases, the ninety thousand cases, have gone from one to ninety thousand in about three months. Um, and that's now in I think it's in forty plus countries now confirmed cases. And it's finally, as of March 3rd, we're getting hundreds of cases or at least dozens. I think we're up to, are we up to hundreds yet in the U.S.? We're somewhere around there. Yeah, I know. Well, we just released a couple people at UNMC. UNMC yeah. is the uh, biocontainment unit. It's one of the few facilities in the United States that can actually test, correct? Yeah, that's a really good point. Yep. So so the in collaboration with the, federal, say with the federal government. Medicine, excuse me. I should yeah. say Nebraska well, Medicine. UNMC, not, Nebraska Medicine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's because there's research being done on this too, right? So it's a it's a collaboration between the the uh, clinical side or face of of the the hospital as in well as the research. In a crisis, we all work together. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So there. So in in collaboration with other um, major hospitals across the U.S. and with the federal government, with the Center for Disease Control in Atlanta, the CDC. Uh, yeah, our researchers have really done a great job in the last, really last two weeks, helping to develop a laboratory-developed test, which is just a diagnostic that can be that can be um, easily created, manufactured, implemented, and 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 read the results of all within a single lab. So it's is this it's a university innovation? Then is this a university of the rescue type deal? Well, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a good partnership between um, federal government again and and universities. So yeah. So it's it, yeah. It's, it would okay. count. I think there's a lot of iteration. So as knowledge gets transferred in in these associated outbreaks, and as different uh, clinical units take care of patients, they build on what has been done beforehand. And so every time the the tests have gotten a little bit better. Can we describe just real quickly, just for our listeners who may not be aware, the facilities that we're talking about at the at the Nebraska Medical Center? Yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah, so I mean, so there's we we have you know world class public health lab facilities to be able to do you know, the, the testing and the research. And then on top of that, um, we also, as, as people should hopefully be aware from the, um, Ebola crisis a few years back, we have a, a world-class biocontainment facility as well to do the actual clinical quarantining and patient care too here. Mm-hmm. So we're also, we're also pioneering a, a clinical study as well. And so the, the, the primary site or the initial site for that clinical study, um, just launched at the med center. I think while, um, while we had a pause here, I, sh- I should mention that uh, there's a website that has set updates daily hmm. on, on what's going on, at least at Nebraska Medicine, UNMC. It's uh, nebraskamed.com uh, slash COVID, C-O-V-I-D. Hmm. So yeah. uh, if people want to check that out, they can they can see exactly what status we're in right now here. We'll be sure to include a link to that in our program mm-hmm. notes. Yes. So, Tyler, what uh, what can you tell us then about some of the some of the innovative research related to this particular um, novel coronavirus, uh, coronavirus is going on here. Yeah, so there's two two major points I want to hit on. So first, uh, as I mentioned, UNMC is the first site for the first clinical trial of a treatment for coronavirus. So we're testing remdesivir. It's a broad spectrum antiviral as developed by by Gilead actually a few years back, and it was developed primarily to to combat Ebola. It didn't work against Ebola, but wait. So if something's developed against Ebola, how could it possibly work against 
Well, it's not influenza. What is it? It's just, I guess coronavirus. How could it work yeah, against coronavirus? It's, a, it's just a respiratory virus. I believe maybe it's 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 a it's a phylovirus. I think it might be classified as. Okay. Anyway, it didn't work against Ebola, but but <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of money invested into it, sure. and they did some other testing on just a broad range of viruses, and it looked like it worked pretty well against some of coronavirus, uh, some of the the previous coronavirus strains. So oh, it worked pretty well against SARS and MERS. Um, so that's why we feel uh, optimistic that it could work against against this coronavirus. So would that be a treatment, or would that be a, like a, uh, a more of like a vaccination type? It's an antiviral. It would be a treatment. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's a good point. Um, so very good like distinction to make. Like for COVID. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. So, so if you catch you... it within a, a certain window, you, you'll yep. likely be able to. Uh, okay. Okay. Yep. You... But there, there would be no like prophylactic effect if, if you take it before you get sick. You'd have to have the virus. Well, that's also a good point. Tamiflu does have a prophylactic yeah. effect as well. So if you if you're exposed, you could take. You could take this theoretically and, and prevent actual oh, okay. onset of disease too. Interesting. Okay. Well, I thought it just lessen symptoms, but well, regardless, at a minimum, it, it could lessen to, symptoms. Yeah. Lessen sure. symptoms would be good. Yeah. Yeah. So this testing starting at the med center started last week. It's going to expand pretty rapidly um, in March to over a thousand patients um, across the world. It'll be primarily in countries that have been hit the, the hardest with 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 coronavirus. So primarily China and other Asian countries. We'll be will be expanding the, the testing. So one of the things that's really important when you start a study, you have to learn how to set up the dosing regimens, how to measure mm-hmm. its effect. So what Nebraska Medicine is doing is piloting the way to make sure that the the drugs are administered in a way that's effective, but also in a way that you can actually measure the results and get a clear answer at the end. Okay. Yeah. So so the the U.S. and ostensibly the world is sort of trusting UNMC and Nebraska Medicine to get all these procedures and protocols and testing set up correctly. No pressure. It's pretty cool. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, you know, a worldwide outbreak of disease. That's a, yeah. And then to, to the second point I want to hit, to get okay. on um, actual prophylactic or a vaccine, this is pretty cool. There's, there's going to be trials already planned in April of 2020 for a coronavirus vaccine already. So this is really? the, the, the quickest a vaccine has ever been wow. developed. So within, it'll be with, so the this vaccine was developed by... Moderna, it's out of Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, so it's probably a university spinoff company. Um, uses a novel messenger RNA technology to create a vaccine. It created this vaccine in 42 days of having the 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 uh, um, nucleotide sequence of coronavirus released. So in less than yeah, less than three months, they were able to 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 take that sequence and develop a vaccine with it. Was it possible they were already working on something and, and then so they were able to move quickly? Or how, does, how do they develop it that quickly? <clears throat> so, so this company is, is really working on this, this nimble platform to be able to very readily and quickly whip out uh, vaccines for, for viruses. So, so they have a, a platform to okay. be able to do this quickly. And all you need for the input is, is the uh, nucleotide sequence. Um, of of your of of your your infectious agent of choice, I guess. So okay. so once they had that released, and and China released that pretty early on, um, to their credit, to try to try to just just basically philanthropically help the rest of the world, right? Yeah. Um, uh, once that was released, this this company and others have been able to to take it and run with it. So, so I guess they were. So we're talking. I'm sorry, you said April, perhaps. Or they're gonna trials? they're gonna start clinical trials. I read in April is that's when they're hoping to start. Too. Which wow, is, that's uh, that's next month. Yeah, so. the first patient. I believe the first the first confirmed uh, patient that had coronavirus out of China was December eighth. So December to April, 
that's a pretty quick turnaround. Is that yeah. oh, is that is that because we need to? I remember the previous episode we talked about how we use eggs or something to. Yeah, to, so this to, would be a, a much different way of generating vaccines. Yeah, that is so cool. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? Like twenty first century vaccine production. That's the way it should be, man. Yeah, right. A lot, a lot more nimble. Okay. So in the meantime, you know, presuming this thing kind of continues to progress and, and continues to spread in the United States, what, what is there anything that people need to know right now? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, it's still unknown to what extent this will spread. I mean, just kind of keep in mind, and you've probably, everyone's probably, our listeners have probably heard this already, that this is, that this likely won't rise to the level of, of even our annual flu. And if it does, it won't be probably much larger scale. So we already have um, in the millions and the tens of millions of uh, Americans get infected with, with influenza, with the flu mm-hmm. every year, right? So this has a slightly higher death rate, unfortunately, associated with it. But um, as far as the spread, I don't know that it would get much larger than the flu. Okay. So so there might be some disruptions to like school or something like that, perhaps? There could be, yeah. So if you want to plan for sort of worst case scenarios, there could be uh, you've probably already heard a lot of um, counties and communities have issued statements about um, please plan on, you know, kind of preparing for maybe having to to, to uh, take care of your kids from home, keep them out of school. Schools could close right. for days or weeks. Yeah. You might have to work from home if offices close. Um, sporting events, like I've heard March Madness is trying to is trying to encourage, is, is, is somehow trying to hold their events without having fans show up. There's a possibility they want to close down arenas, so they okay. just have they basketball. They with my brackets. They just have basketball on they TV. They with my March Madness bracket, I'll be upset. Yeah, and that could impact even our community directly, too. I think we have some games scheduled in Omaha. Oh, we usually Omaha do. Yeah, I think we do again this year. So if they're basically asking fans to not show up or even closing the arenas, um, it's kind of a bummer on travel. But it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, uh, the one thing that's kind of interesting is I know Italy took really draconian measures to try to limit the spread of, of the disease and really they weren't very didn't, effective. Didn't do much, did it? Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that to a certain extent, um, you know, it's better to, you know, consider your own personal safety, you know, make decisions as they kind of as to what feels right for you and, you know, take care of yourself. I think, um, you know, getting a lot of sleep eating well, those are stay hydrated, stay hydrated, wash your hands, you know, stop rubbing your face on doorknobs. It's hard for me. (laughs) Stop rubbing your face on other people's faces. It's true. Uh, you know, (laughs) all the standard stuff. I I had heard that the, that some, um, diocese in the Catholic church have, uh, are going to move towards, um, uh, having kind of elbow bumps instead of handshakes or fist bumps. Um, and they're going to change up how they do communion too. So they're, they're I, last service I went to, it was, they, they they for what they what do you call it they they didn't there's a point in the mass where they say you know give you know wish your neighbor peace mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah, you shake yeah. their hands or peace oh, be with you yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and they said we're not going to do that today and like we're just going to do a prayer instead yeah I was like well yeah. so what no peace we're not we're done with peace now <laughs> can't have peace on we'll pray for peace hopefully peace oh, and yeah, good I, health I guess I could have done that instead of wishing ill upon my landlord. Yeah, you okay. took that the wrong note, way. Note to self. <laughs> <laughs> Please make a moment to check the program notes. We'll include a link to I guess all we're coming the to ground on this one. Relevant <laughs> University of You've Nebraska. been grounded. <laughs> oh, it's a tough job. It's a thankless job, but I'm I'm going to keep doing it. Um, so uh, 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 notes on program to things relevant to coronavirus and the truly groundbreaking work 
being done at the University of Nebraska Medical Center in Nebraska Medicine. Yes, I also want to thank our sponsors, uh, Unimed, the Technology Transfer and Commercialization Office for the University of Nebraska Medical Center and the University of Nebraska at Omaha. Also, Unitech, the, the uh, Translational what, Research what Institute shared between the University of Nebraska Omaha and the University of Nebraska Medical Center. Uh, word salad. And uh, also our producer, Corbin Hershorn. Thank you. And... There's one more thing I'm forgetting. What is it? Oh, yes. Uh, come back again on uh, next Monday. We'll get back to our shortages uh, series with the final episode about a uh, water shortage, which apparently is happening too. And in advance to our next series. Which is? We will be doing a tour of innovation coming out of the Veterans Administration. Groundbreaking research occurring on multiple fronts. It's going to be a wonderful opportunity to uh, get a tour of all the great work going on over there. Yes. So for Tyler Sher, Joe Rungi, join us every Monday on Innovation Overground.